We're in the middle of opening week around the WNBA, and we've seen both new form super teams play. And the Las Vegas Aces look exactly as advertised, whereas the New York Liberty left much to be desired. We're going to talk about those two teams. We're also going to talk about the Chicago Sky's opening game and them playing against the Phoenix Mercury today. We'll get into all that and more right after this. Welcome to Chicago Sky Central, and here's your host, Hayes. What's going on, WNBA fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Sky Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Sky and WNBA related. And we're going to talk about the first couple of games from the WNBA season so far. We're going to focus on the Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty. And so the Las Vegas Aces look like every bit of the super team that they were advertised to be. When you look at scoring 105 points, the the second most in WNBA history in opening, like that is amazing. Then when you look at the way that they broke it down, Kelsey Plum scoring 23 points, Jackie scoring 23 points, Candace Parker scoring 12 points, four rebounds, five assists, Aja Wilson with 13 points, 13 rebounds, this team looks dangerous every bit of the way that they should be looking. Jackie Young and Kelsey Plum are monsters alone. Then when you factor in former MVPs of Aja Wilson and Candace Parker, listen, this team is going to be the most difficult team to beat when you look at just how this roster balances out, right? They played amazingly. 105 to 64 do they go over the Seattle Storm in their opening game, and this was a game that was just it was amazing to watch, and it was almost must-see television um, because you just you want to see how that team was going to look. If you want to see if they, you know, were going to be able to find their rhythm early, early, especially with Becky Hammond being out um, and not coaching this game, this team did not miss a single beat in this game. Playing the stifling defense you want to see from defending champions. On top of that, just having the balanced scoring attack that most teams just aren't going to be able to combat, right? And of course. It was one game. It was against the Seattle Storm. We'll see how it goes as the season goes on. But we look at this. Six players scoring double digits for, for the Las Vegas Aces in this game. Clark's chipping in 10 off the bench as well. Um, so it's just that balance attack. And that's what we saw last year, for example, with the, with the Chicago Sky. Is that when you have that balance attack, when scoring can come from all over the court on multiple levels, it makes it difficult. It's going to make you difficult to beat. When you look at them shooting 54% from the field, 61% from three-point range in that game, having 50 rebounds as well, out-rebounding the Seattle Storm. They only had thir- uh, thir- 32 rebounds, getting six steals, eight blocks, 14 turnovers in that game. They actually had more turnovers than the Seattle Storm. But keep in mind, this is a team that still you expect to still try to figure out their balance, right? And that's what makes it the most scary is that this team can get better. This is just one game. And while, yes, most of that team was together, and, and they won the title last year. But as they learn to kind of play better together and, and to have better balance, well, even more balance, better balance makes it seem like the balance was bad. It wasn't. But bringing in somebody like Candace Parker to the Las Vegas Aces makes them so dangerous because Candace Parker knows how to pick her spots. She knows how to, how, how, when, when she needs to score, when she needs to facilitate. She, she's perfectly fine, and that's what she did here on the, here on the sky. Perfectly fine allowing other players to take the, the most of the scoring. But then when you need her to, she can turn it on absolutely as well and let her kind of focus on the rebounding, the defense, the getting other players involved and, and those type of things where she also had three blocks and one still in this game. It's going to be dangerous. And the Seattle Storm look like that super team that most people are dreading. And 
and wondering, uh, you know, how they're going to be beat in the WNBA. Now, coming on that, looking at the other team, the New York Liberty in this, in this so far in their one game, they lost, right? And they it's not like they lost by a little bit or they lost barely or anything like that. They lost outright. Just they did not look well at all in that game. It did not look like the super team that people expected them to be. They lost 80 to 64 against the Washington Mystics. And listen, they came into the season, they shot 34% from the field. They turned the ball over 20 times. And they they on the other flip side, right? You can tell that the New York Liberty are whereas the Aces have that that continuity from you know already winning a title and most of that roster being the same from last year they just made some key acquisitions you can tell that the New York Liberty are going to be a team that's going to have to figure out and find their balance they're not going to hit the ground running as quick as the Las Vegas Aces and that's okay right let me be clear and say that that is perfectly fine and okay that is normal that is what you expect most teams don't come in and find their balance and Especially when you look at the WNBA, you don't play that many preseason games. Um, you have players that are that you know play from overseas, and everybody doesn't come back at the same time, even when training camp starts. So there's a lot that to be left uh, to be desired with the New York Liberty, but they are not exactly what they're going to be yet. You look at Brianna Stewart only scoring 12 points in their opening. Inesco leading that team with 18 points, but Courtney Vandersloot didn't shoot the ball well at all. Is a 34% overall from the field for the New York Liberty, 22% from three-point range. That's not going to get it done, especially when you play a Washington Mystics team that didn't turn the ball over much. 12 turnovers to the Liberty's um, 20 turnovers. They shoot the ball pretty decently as well at 45% from the field, only 26% from three-point range. So, again, didn't kill them that way. But, you know, it, 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 was a, it was a rough game. And the New York Liberty are going to go through their, through their growing pains um, as they learn to really play together, whereas the Las Vegas Aces are just going to be able to theoretically come in and, and build off the continuity they already had. But that's how the super team stack in their first game so far. Again, not too much to read into it. It's one game. We don't want to act like it's going to be the end-all, be-all. But you do want to evaluate it there as well. Now, let's get into the Chicago Sky topics for today. First up, we already talked about it. We had a post-game show. The Chicago Sky uh, beat the, the Minnesota Lynx with defense. That brand of defense that the Chicago Sky played in that opening game was damn right suffocating. They had some issues early on, especially in pick-and-roll defense. They got kind of caught out of position on some switches. Long-term, though, this is going to definitely be a team that is going to bring a lot of switchability um, as far as their defend, that how they defend and just having that dog mentality. And that is the thing that came out of this game. This team is a team full of dogs. And even though they came out pretty slow – didn't look nearly as good as, you know, what you want to see the team look in that first quarter. They immediately battled back, scoring 22 points in the first quarter, end up only losing that first quarter by two points, even though they started out really sloppy. But then the second quarter, when that team, when, when the team started to get their rhythm and their balance, holding the Minnesota Lynx to only three points in the second quarter overall while they scored 22 points again, they won the first three quarters of this game and lost the fourth quarter only by by five points. But at that at that time, the game was out of hand, right? The Chicago Sky came in, Kalia Copper leading the way with 20 points as to be expected. Elizabeth Williams just being that defensive monster down low, not only blocking shots, but also forcing the opponent to change their shot. And that is something that can be overlooked at times as well in basketball overall. Yeah, we look at the blocking as rim protection, but blocking isn't the only way that you can protect the rim. By forcing 
the opponent to change their shots, to alter their shots, um, and, and, you know, maybe to settle for mid-range shots instead of coming uh, to the rim, that is, that is a great way to protect the rim as well. And Elizabeth Williams is going to be that defensive dog for this team. And even if they do get beat on switches, even if they do get beat on pick and rolls, you now have to contend with Elizabeth Williams monitoring that middle and patrolling that lane. And I'll tell you what, you're going to see a lot of teams settle for mid-range shots against the Chicago Sky instead of trying to take it to the rim because Elizabeth Williams is a beast. And I, in watching this game and watching just the way that she affected and impacted the defense was amazing. But also, you want to talk about how the Chicago Sky forced turnovers. The, the defensive side of the Chicago Sky took a turn for the better when Rebecca Gardner came into the game. Her energy, her, her, uh, her impact was felt right away. And it really did change the tone. It got the Chicago Sky out in transition, got them easy buckets on the offensive end, but also getting, getting you know, the tip balls, getting turnovers, things like that. Rebecca Gardner came in and instantly made an impact. And that is why uh, during the offseason I said that she could potentially have a six-woman-of-the-year uh, type season. Now, I don't necessarily know if she's going to win that award because the Chicago Sky have to win games for her to really be in contention for that award, but she is going to be in that conversation. And so the way that the Chicago Sky defended in this game was just amazing. And so, you know, the, 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 the cohesion wasn't there initially, but it seemed like they worked it through over the course of this game, and they just became a more well-oiled machine as the game went along. And that is something that you cannot overlook at all. So great. The, once the Sky found their rhythm, the game was pretty much over at that point. Yeah, the Minnesota Leaks came back. They, they got the lead down uh, low again, but... The Chicago Sky, just they always felt like they were in control of that game after the first quarter, and they never really looked back. And Kalia Copper said this after the game. Nobody had their head down. Nobody cracked. We kept coming together. Courtney Williams kept saying, it's going to settle in. Let's just keep playing together. Keep going hard. It says a lot about the group that we're trying to build as our, of what we're trying to build as our identity. And that's the thing. The identity that this Chicago Sky team could have is going to be one that you're going to feel it when you play the Sky. They're going to get out-talented sometimes, maybe, theoretically, um, but you're going to know when you play the Chicago Sky, and you're going to feel it. You're going to walk away knowing that you played this team, and that's the type of team we love in Chicago, right? The, the team that fights above, that punches above their weight, the team that just digs in and has that mentality of, you can beat us, but you're going to have to fight for it, and that's what we saw in this game. I do want to see the, the offense be a little bit more balanced. Marina Mabry didn't really have the offensive impact or even really distributing uh, like you expected, but defensively, Marina Mabry, she got switched on centers at some times in this game, power forwards, and she never backed down. And you can see, again, why that switchability on this team is going to be such a key factor for them, especially with Isabel Harrison out and is going to miss quite a bit of time. So, you know, we'll see when Izzy's able to come back, if she does come back this season. But overall, this team has that dog in them, and we're going to see how that dog plays off today at 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, 3 p.m. Central, when the sky faced the Mercury. Now, some of the keys going into this game, Elizabeth Williams versus Brittany Grinder. That is a defensive matchup that I'm that I'm so excited to see, to see who steps up defensively for the team and really changes that game, right? And then Marina Mabry. You, you, we know that she came back from Italy uh, kind of late in the training camp. She didn't play any in preseason. So she's really building her chemistry with the Chicago Sky players throughout the season. This first week is really going to be her be uh her building her chemistry, but I want to see if she's going to have a bigger impact on that on that offensive side of the game for the Chicago Sky. 
She had a couple of big shots first, some shots that did change the momentum against the Lynx, and that's perfectly fine. But, you know, just to see she has a more consistent effort, right? And how the Chicago Sky overall pick apart the Mercury's defense. The Mercury aren't shaping up to be one of the best defensive teams in the league this season. So seeing how they can come and really, you know, pick apart that defense with their balanced scoring attack. We didn't see uh, Marina Mabry. We didn't see Courtney Williams or Dana Evans as well coming off the bench really have the scoring impact that we expect them to have during the actual season. So if they kick in as well in this game and, and we get a better look at that, right? And can this team find their rhythm more early against the Phoenix Mercury, right? Now that they've gotten that first game out of the way, now that they've kind of, you know, had some more practices, fill it out a little bit more. Um, it, it seems like the chemistry is there, at least off the court. If you guys saw, you know, the little short that I posted on them making their way to the court, this team seems to enjoy each other, and that's great. But we need to see that rhythm start to come along a little bit more, a little bit earlier in games. Because I tell you what, James Wade went nine players deep in that initial game, and all nine players played a big part in that. In that, We still haven't saw seen Robin Parks play at all in, 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 in the regular season as well. Do we get to see an extended look at her? Overall, today against the Phoenix Mercury, those are the things I'm looking for. Marina Mabry making a bigger impact. Do Rebecca, does Rebecca Gardner keep up the big impact off the bench that she's had? Does Dana Evans play a little, a little bit of a bigger role and play more consistently as well? Does she shoot the ball a little bit better? Does she play better in that area? But then, as well as the starting five, can they get out in transition? Can they play that brand of defense again that's going to get them out in transition where the sky are going to be most dangerous and attacking the rim? And as teams kind of adjust to just knowing that Kalia Copper is the focal point of the offense, how does James Wade evolve and change that offense over time as well? But the Elizabeth Williams versus Brittany Griner matchup is one that I'm extremely excited to see. Not necessarily how they guard each other because neither one of them shape up to have big offensive impact. Well, no, Brittany Griner can definitely have a big offensive impact. Let me shut the hell up on that one. But as well as just how they help the team defense overall in that as well that's what we're looking out for make sure you guys are tuned in hit that subscribe button because we'll be live right after the game ends right here on chicago sky central you can follow the show at chicago sky pod on every social media platform you can also send us any feedback questions comments concerns chicago sky central gmail.com and then lastly if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail the number to do so 773-270-2799 we are the number one spot for everything Chicago Sky and WNBA related because of you guys. And I'll see you guys the next time we go to Sky Town. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break Media. Media.